For the past 40 years, R.A. Rain and Chris Kohler have painstakingly and willingly dug through the Old Republic and Imperial archives. They've scanned the holonet and opened every holocron from here to Jeddah. It is now time for them to declassify the Star Wars universe just for you. Coming to you from the Nerdables family of podcasts, this is Star Wars Declassified. So Declassified is going to be a show where Chris and myself break down the Star Wars universe. We will uh, pick a topic for one episode, and that's what we'll discuss, whether it be a character, a vehicle, you know, a planet. Each episode, we'll, we're going to take a specific subject. Um, it could be something as simple as, hey, AT-ATs are cool, right. and we'll talk about AT-ATs. Um, or it could be something more philosophical, you know, what does Star Wars mean to... A generation or whatever. Or comparing uh, like Dark Horse versus Marvel. Yeah, or pieces like that. It could be best sub. Like what's the best Disney? What's the best Disney? What's the best Dark Horse comic? What's the best right. Disney comic? Um, what's the best scene or the best character? You know, top yeah, five stuff like that. If favorites, we can do that. We have special guests here and there. And obviously, it's an, it kind of an open forum. We'll have a regular schedule. Yes. Um, because we're already regularly scheduled two podcasts, three when we do the dead cast. <laughs> That's right. And there'll probably be something else at some point, I'm sure, as we try to grow the family. So we've, we've talked about it, what we wanted to do for our very first show, and with the passing of Carrie Fisher, we thought that the best way to start Declassified would be with the discussion of what happens to General Leia, or Princess Leia if you want, what happens to her character now with 8 and 9. So Chris, why don't you uh, go ahead and fill us in with... Uh, where we are right now. Yes, Disney, uh, Lucasfilm, after what was probably an inappropriately short amount of time, fans <laughs> started asking, what is the, the proper procedure going forward in terms of the role mm-hmm. of General Leia uh, in, the, in the, I keep wanting to say prequels. Yeah, I know. After quills. I don't know. The, the, the newest trilogy, I guess, would be the, the, the sequels. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're sequels. Sequ- well, they're sequels. How about just the saga films? Yeah. We're going to do with, with the saga films that are coming. Um, and although, obviously, it, it may not be the most appropriate of questions, but fans care about this story, which is why I think it's an important subject. As of right now, Disney and Lucasfilm are not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no official statement. Insiders have said that, to I believe it's tomorrow, Colin Trevorrow is meeting with Lucasfilm executives. It's the 11th. So. Uh, it was the 10th. The last time I saw it was the 10th. It may be the 11th. Sometime this week. Uh, Colin Trevorrow time. is the director of Episode Nine, and meeting with Disney and Lucasfilm to begin discussions as to what they can do going forward. Oh, it is tomorrow, January tenth. Yeah. Uh, as of now, we know that all of Carrie Fisher's scenes as General Leia for Episode Eight, mm-hmm. which releases this December, have been completed, but nobody knows what those scenes specifically are. There are two scenes that most insiders are saying. Uh, were planned for her that fans would want to see, which is a reunion with her brother, Luke Skywalker, in terms of the characters, and a confrontation with Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren, who is her son and the murderer of her ex-husband. Nobody knows yet. Ex-estranged. I think they're ex. I don't think... Because they never really stated whether... Who knows knows how marriage works in the galaxy, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah, in some capacity, still her husband in some way. Right. Right. no one has said whether those scenes are part of what was filmed for episode eight or if they were waiting for episode nine. 
other rumors, um, I know reading in the Hollywood Reporter, insiders have said that her role in nine was larger than her role in eight. Yeah, it was supposed to be very pivotal in it. Yeah. So going forward, Disney Lucasfilm has three options. I'm going to lay them out, and then we're going to discuss them in terms of what they could do, should they do it, should they not do it. And we're trying to just chime in with opinions going forward. Well, the first option, write the character out of the series completely. Let her scenes from episode eight stand, and then either at the end of episode eight or the beginning of episode nine, find a way to write her character out, whether it means her untimely demise as a character, mm -hmm. or she's referred to in the third person, but she's removed herself from whatever action's going on. Right. Second option is to CGI the character. We've seen it work with Governor Tarkin in the recently released Rogue One. The possibility exists to have a character with a body double using uh, Carrie Fisher's face as she which we saw at the end of we saw at the end, and have her role be unchanged at Episode Nine. And the final option, well, this is not a final option. Of the three most options, is to recast another actress to play General Leia mm -hmm. in the upcoming movie. So those are the three options that people are talking about. We're going to break them down. But I think in they a also, way, I think there was a mention of also doing maybe some reshoots for Episode Eight. Well, yeah, but that's 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 again part it's the of same sort of thing. Yes, yeah. it's one one where the, these are the options they have, not necessarily just for even episode nine. If they decide to reshoot a little bit of episode eight, having that character come in, then maybe they'll do that. But that's right. what we're going to get into. So we're going to talk about first thing about writing the character out of the series. Uh, we discussed this, I think, very early. I know my friend Eric. Well, I guess our friend Eric. You know Eric really yes. well too. Um, had asked me about it, and I said, I think writing her out of the series is a very tough sell, considering that she had a very major role in Nine. But they could do it, where the Resistance base blows up, and she dies that way, or she dies in, a, in, in some way on the screen. Off camera. Off camera. Um, yeah. yeah. Which I think that would be character. a very hard sell. It's an extremely hard sell. Uh, we've talked about this numerous times, that Vin Diesel specifically stated uh, for Fast and Furious 7, which Paul yes. Walker died during filming, so only half of his scenes were completed or three quarters or whatever. Uh, one of the discussions was to have his character in the movie franchise die, and Diesel, as the executive producer of those films, said, no way. I right. can't do that to his fans. I can't do that to his friends. I can't do that to his family. I can't watch someone who's beloved perish on screen a few months after he perished, especially because he died in a car crash likely right. would have died something to do with cars in that type of film. But also with that one, you're talking he died in November. The movie was coming yes. out in May. Yes, this is two and a half years removed from where we would see it. Right. Yeah, and we're talking Unless that, they do it at eight. Unless they decide to end eight that way. Right. I mean, if you do it, if you, if you let eight stand the way it is, the way it's written, you don't make any rewrites to her character within that, and you do it for nine... You're talking two and a half, three years, and a whole movie where fans have gotten to see her as the, as as Princess Leia slash General Leia. So I think that doing it that way could make uh, fans wouldn't be so traumatized, if you will, it, you know, seeing her die on camera. As no, but I still think they will be. I don't. I personally believe that that is the worst of the three choices because I really think it does a disservice to the fandom. For a number of reasons, and I'll get into it when I think, when I say why I think it should continue. Okay. Um, but in terms of removing from the character, the number of Star Wars fans that were such affected by her passing, mm -hmm. it's hard to them put then put them through it again. Right. Watching their character 
that they loved so much that this actress embodied who also passed away. Sure. So that would, that's the one, out of the three, that's the one I would strike off the list. I don't, I actually don't like that one anymore, which is very different than my initial reaction, which yes. I said that was the only thing they should do. Because when and we I've mentioned it come, on I've Nerdum, completely yeah. 180. I've done completely 180. I, don't, um, I think that's the worst choice to make. So what about CGI? So the second option is to CGI the character. Use a body double through the scenes of episode nine. A la Yeah, Rogue exactly, one. basically exactly what Rogue One did with uh, Governor Tarkin. Which there's been a lot degree. of people that have have um, been offended by that. There, there offended is a strong word, but yes, there are people that have complained about that. Is notion. it right to do that? Is yeah, it, yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a much bigger issue, and one that has to be addressed in one way or another. Um, but again, like we discussed on on Nerdables, uh, there's a certain point where that legality runs into this circle of the image of Peter Cushing as Grand Moff Tarkin, mm -hmm. Governor Tarkin, Wilhelm Tarkin, belongs to, quote-unquote, the intellectual property. property of Lucasfilm, right. and such they can use the image as they see fit. He can still appear exactly as he does in Episode Four on promotional material. Sure. Uh, that sort of thing. So whatever his contract was, you know, is in perpetuity. That could he go could back to the estate the or whatever. Exactly. Like that. They, could use, they can use a still photo of... Peter Cushing in his Tarkin uniform on the cover of Tarkin. Yes. The book. They decided to go with a painting, but they could have used the original because those images of him in that costume were theirs. Right. So I'm, I'm sure their lawyers would argue doing it in CG is the same thing. It's yes. his image, so we're going to put that up there. And, you know, they got the, the, the blessing of his estate, of his, I guess, ancestors in yeah. a way. Well, not ancestors. Offspring. His offspring. Yeah. yeah. Um, so His granddaughter, I believe it was. I believe so, yeah. And but, of course, it's important to note within this that Carrie Fisher did give her blessing for the small piece that's the Princess Leia on the uh -huh. Tantive Four, Senator Leia, was given in Rogue One, and, and she, she saw it. it and she really liked it. Yes. So there's a little bit of I, I don't think. Again, it's hard to tell someone's intentions and their motivations and their opinions, but I don't think she would be against it. I don't think so. And so it's a possibility. How big is her role? That's the thing. Tarkin is a big role in Rogue One, mm -hmm. but it isn't huge. Right. So there's a lot of depending. And it's if, also if you 40 years it. removed yeah. from the original. And, and it, it, it's in terms of time, it's, yeah, it's, it's also very much different. Um, and, and it's also that that love of that character, again, I think you'll have people who are personally offended if Leia is CG, where mm -hmm. they wouldn't care about Governor Tarkin. Right. You know, you don't, you didn't have a lot of fans go, well, I didn't want to see Governor Tarkin ever again because Peter Cushing passed away. Right. You had a few, I'm and sure. Most of but his, his fans, his original fans, have either passed away or they're, you know, they're, they're at that age where. They're more worried about how many days left they have than yeah, but I mean, I mean then you know again, it's it's sort of the level of love for that character versus Leia is something it's just it's on a oh, different sure. level. Well, it's like uh, Carrie Fisher had even said, you know, that there's really she's the embodiment of Leia and Leia's the embodiment of her. It's kind of hard to separate the two, and she realizes that's the way it is with fans. It is. 
But there is a way you can do it, and it's because Leia exists in other media. Yes. And so that brings us to the third option, which is to recast General Leia in Episode Nine. Something I was paramountly against right. when I first, uh, when it was first suggested. There's no way they could do it. And then I started thinking about it, and because the character of Leia, the character of Leia, mm -hmm. as she exists in the universe, is can be separated from Carrie Fisher. Obviously, Carrie Fisher had a big life outside of Princess Leia. She sure. only played her three times. Four, if you want to call it the holiday special. <laughs> Five, wait, was she on that Muppet show? Or yes. Was, it, no, was she, she on that she one, on or was it just Mark Hamill? Was no, it she, her? She okay. was on a Muppet show. One. And <laughs> she did Leia on Saturday Night Live. That's true. So, But in terms of what fans would have actually seen uh, in universe, she only played Leia three times. Correct. Leia has Four been times. in... Well, seven. yeah, four times. Yes, if you want to put in episode seven, of course. And then you can count five if you want to go. Yeah, but here's technically but at, one. at this point, she has five appearances on screen. Right. She has thousands of appearances in books, in comics, mm -hmm. in cartoons. video games, cartoons, web series, wherever these other pieces are. The character of Leia is paramount and paramount to the Star Wars universe mm -hmm. in the saga of the Skywalkers, as she is a Skywalker. Correct. Uh, as a member of that family. For me personally, recasting and recasting it right, not picking, you know, Jane Doe off the street. Sure. Um, bandied back and forth with friends. I said, see someone like Emma Thompson play her. Someone who just, and it doesn't even have to look. It's it's a part of playing her as Carrie Fisher plays her as General Leia, and we'll see what the performance is in Episode Eight. Yeah. Um, I mean, she doesn't have a lot of screen time in Seven. Um, so eight may actually be more of what we've seen that type of character, that strong, savvy, bullheaded character. You're not trying to. You're not saying like they did with Brandon Roush with uh, Superman or, uh, Returns of trying to emulate everything that Christopher Reed no, no, no. did. No, or even more of Ewan McGregor playing Al Guinness yes. as a younger, where he affected his voice. Right, and you know they wanted to kind of make sure that the the inflection and the there were some mannerisms mannerisms but. were the same but as a whole you and mcgregor and alec guinness are giving two different performances sure. of a character that you believe in time has changed that the difficult the difference with this obviously you're going directly into that same person. right so whoever would embody um general leia in episode nine would be someone who would be looking at this you know about the same age right who would have as much of the same mannerisms as possible we've seen recasting in numerous places. Mm -hmm. Marvel Comics has done it three times. Twice, at least, in Marvel films. We have Don Cheadle playing uh, uh, War Machine, playing Rhodey, and you have Eric... Um, not Eric, Eric Banner. Banner. You have... Um, uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mark Ruffalo playing Bruce Banner Bruce in The Banner Hulk and, instead of Edward Norton. Well, I just say there's one more. There was. Well, it was... Um, Thor had one Eric, minor Eric, role. Eric, Eric, what's his name? Was Eric Idle. Not no, Eric Idle. Eric, it was, uh, it was a V. Um... He, he was the first uh, Bruce Banner. Um, Eric, oh, Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Yeah, but that doesn't, that's not with the recasting with the Marvel Eric films. Eric Banner, yeah, Bruce Banner. Um, but also one of the one of the Warriors 3. In, uh, oh, yeah. Fandral. Uh, um, Fandral yes. yes. was Fendril. recast. I mean, not a, I don't think anybody noticed. Uh, well, you did. Because yeah, you because it's like, oh, wait. That's <laughs> so we've seen recasting before, and we've seen the character. In a way, I thought the Don Cheadle in um, Terrence Howard switch was the most significant because I think Don Cheadle plays a roadie much different than Terrence Howard did. Yes. In this case, whoever, if they were to do this, 
whoever would step into that role, I think, would have to play it much like Carrie Fisher did. I don't think you can wildly change the character and the mannerisms and through it. But, you know, and, and people within pop culture, you know, you get a different doctor, you know, in Doctor Who all the time that just keeps replaying you. But that's, that's a, a that's a piece, because yeah, because it's it's in the, 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 the mythology of the show. Right. Now, here's my question for you. Taking your, because I know your opinion on this now, and, but taking your opinion out of it, do you think that the majority of fans would, at this point, prefer a CGI Leia or recasting a different person? Because to me, it's like, the embodiment of Leia, even though I know that reading and doing, you know, seeing other things, that you can recast. But if you would have done it going into Episode Seven, let's say Carrie Fisher didn't want to do it, but you still wanted Leia and you recast it then, I could see fans accepting it. But now that she's already come back and established herself, I think fans would be more hurt than it would be if they had it CGI. The two things that changed my mind were. The I think unwarranted, but the backlash against Tarkin CGI, yes. and not that it was Peter Cushing, but thinking the CGI is bad. Right. If that's a big role in nine. That's a lot of CG to do, mm -hmm. and I think you would actually be pulled out of the movie even more by looking at how good slash bad the CG is, versus that's not Carrie Fisher on the screen. Again, if they get the right actors, and two, the thing that changed it was my belief. The fans deserve Leia's story to play out the way that the creators wanted it to play out. Okay, what if they what if they found a way to minimize her role in Nine? And that's my second point. And let it play out. Would you prefer CGI? If, or if they minimize the role, then it doesn't play out the way that they originally planned it to play out. Now, obviously, there's changes, as we've right. said. Ryan Johnson has already said he's had to change Episode Eight because he wrote the first draft of Eight based on an early draft of Seven. J.J. Sure. Abrams' uh, draft for Episode Seven that changed significantly before the end. We've seen Rogue One got changed in, in significant ways. Um, so if it makes sense story-wise, again, there's a lot of balls up in the air. This right. isn't simply, here's your three options, go. There's a lot of different things that they can do because it may be something where creatively you're saying, we don't want to use Leia. Mm -hmm. That could significantly change Episode Eight. except Episode Eight's already been shot. Right. Well, well I mean, her, her scenes have already been shot, and I think they're—I think they're almost done. If I they're thought, not done already, I thought they were pretty much wrapped. I'm pretty much—I'm right. pretty sure they're wrapped. Think, obviously, there'll be reshoots because Mark Hamill's is, wrapped. Yeah, Mark Hamill's done too. So, because he's remember he shaved his, his big thing. Yeah. Where he shaved his beard. Um. So you you're, and if episode eight time. wasn't done, then I would say there's a way that you can creatively look at it. Well, there's say, still time to do reshoots. I mean, look there's at there's still time. One. Yeah, there's still time to do reshoots, but again. At this point, if this is the film in terms of episode eight that's already been shot, mm -hmm. if this is the film you want to present, I want them to be able to present that film as, as they, these, these creators envision it. Yes. As that, excuse me, Colin Trevorrow and the people that are writing episode nine have already started. And right. they're starting with this shooting script for eight. If you look at it creatively and you go, there's a way that we can change this and it's going to, okay. But I'm not against them recasting her if they look at that script and go, Leia's role, Leia deserves that role. Not Carrie Fisher. Leia, Organa Solo, Skywalker, God, she's got so many last names mm -hmm. now, deserves that role to play out the way that those creators are seeing, would right. see to it to play out. And again, being satisfied with Episode Seven, being really enamored with Rogue One, I trusted the creative teams that they're building to be able to push, to be able to do something that 
is good, something that's satisfying. If if you sat there after the the first uh, Phantom Menace and they're like, Christian or whatever, Ewan McGregor doesn't want to play it anymore. Okay, whatever. If you got to change it because you don't want to do it anymore, do whatever you want because right. that was a stinker. You know, you didn't, you weren't really trusting the creative forces behind the prequels after you saw Episode One. Sure. These two films, I think for us at least, and I think for the general fandom of Star Wars, is that they trust the creators that are there to give you a good Star Wars story. If right. those creators are creating something for Episode Nine, I now would like to see that role uh, to be placed on the screen the way that they would want to and not have the real life, the terrible real life tragedy of her passing to take away from fans of the story. Sure. Because, and, and, and I don't think, if you're a fan of the story and you want to see Leia continue like this, it's not blasphemy. It's not only she can play or anything. It is something, the legacy to it. We're going to see young Han Solo. Right. We're going to see young Lando. We've already seen young Anakin Skywalker. We've already seen young Obi-Wan Kenobi. We've seen characters that have been played by other people, obviously in different times. This is a completely different situation. Sure. But we're open to the idea to see other actors play the roles that of these iconic characters that we've seen on the screen because we want more of the characters. People are excited for Han Solo and Lando because we want more stories with Han Solo and Lando and, frankly, Harrison Ford and Billy Dee Williams are not going to be able to do it. Oh, right. You know. Are you are you afraid that Kathleen Kennedy and the and the producers of Nine will um, will worry more about what how the fans feel than the than no. the story? Or do you think that they'll? I I don't think so. I think they'll do what's right in a balance. They'll find balance with the force. Um, I'm hoping that they. You you have to take the fans into account, but you can't kowtow to it. Right. Again. Seven kind of did. Well, in a way, and J.J. Abrams admitted it. Yeah. And I, I'm i not saying he's right, and I'm not saying he's wrong. I enjoyed the film. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it could have been better, but I sure. enjoyed it. I, it wasn't crap Zola Festola. It wasn't the pre um, as bad as the prequels. No. We both have said the prequels. Yeah, and I, I, I think hold, it, there's more heart. There's more, you know, the character, new character is exciting. Um, it was more intimate. What Gareth Edwards said about Rogue One, we can't just do what the fans want. Right. I have to do. I have to be true to myself as an artist. Mm -hmm. Again, not you know, you know, you know, not. But this, he's an artist in directing, writing, producing this film. He said, I have to do something different. I can't just do the same thing that right. they've already done. But I'm going to do something close to it. It's going to be right. He said, if, I, if, if I'm doing what it's already been done, there's no point. There's in no doing point it. in doing it. I don't – again, am I going to be uh, offended if they, they write her out, if they kill her off? No. If that's they, what they feel is right, Kathleen Kennedy, Colin Trevorrow, hopefully speaking to – you know, Billy Lord was a part of it, and mm -hmm. supposedly she's a part of eight. She, she's supposed to be part of eight and nine. And so if you ask her, what, where, where do we want to go? If she says she knows her mother as well as anybody else, and she says, I, I think mom would be fine with someone else playing her. Then go with that. If it says, Mama never wanted anybody else to play Leia. There's a reason you haven't done a young Leia movie because there's no way Carrie Fisher would let anybody else play Leia. Right. Then, and the fans won't let you. I mean, there's a lot of, again, it, it's such a, it's such a terrible situation to be in that you have something that, you know, some people just want to say, just, just pass it, you know, it's just a movie. Don't worry about it. But it is just a movie. It is just entertainment. But then again, it is something that matters to a lot of people. 
if it, I think that if it wasn't Star Wars or on the level of Star Wars, what yeah. I mean by that is Star Wars and you know people that aren't Star Wars fans will even admit to it that Star Wars is, is there not anybody left who's not a Star Wars fan know, right? in some way, shape, or form. But Star Wars is not on the same level as other films. I think that if it was another film, recasting Leia would be not. E- it wouldn't even be an option. They would just automatically do it. But when you talk about something that's on this level, and to have so many films and things like that, I think it's going to take more than a twenty, thirty minute conversation of okay. This oh is what yeah, no, this is this is something, and they have time. I, I have a feeling it's going to be. Let me see with different episode options. eight being done. They can go all the way to the point of where episode eight is released. Mm-hmm. Why well, don't they nine decide. start shooting until, until like, October? Yeah. Well, even then. You 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 can you can pass that all. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can shoot some of the other stuff and go. This in a sports analogy, when your your star player is day to day. Here's our game plan. Two weeks ago, uh-huh. LeBron James was sick when they were playing a Christmas Day game or whatever. Right. So Tyron Lue, the head coach, has if LeBron can't play, this is what we're going to do. If LeBron can play, this is what we're going to do. And some of it is overlapping in terms of a Venn diagram. There's some pieces in the middle. You're able to start doing. Yes. So you can rejigger the schedule. They had to rejigger the schedule for episode seven when that door tried to kill Han Solo. There's all um, B-roll and things like that. Yeah, you there's can a do. lot of other stuff you can do. Yeah. And you can wait until episode eight comes out and see what the fan reaction is mm-hmm. and see where it's going from them. And even you as, as producers and directors and, and creators, you want to see it with a group of fans and right. get to the end of it and go... I think I think we can do more Leia with someone else, or no, we can't. There's just no way. Yeah. And you're gonna be. You're probably. I wouldn't be shocked if they've already started doing CG testing. Oh, I guarantee. Trying to figure out how exactly to do this. Yeah. Going forward. So. And and Tarkin was a great test of that. It is. And again, the the mixed reaction is what leads me to think that that's not the right move. Yeah. Again, I'm not against it. I'm actually not against I'm not against any of these three. I think the worst move is to write her out of the film. Right. Because I think you really have to give Leia as a character her due. The second move, I think the CG's the CG's going to take me out of the film as I'm watching for the flaws that I didn't have with Tarkin because it was like, "Oh, you didn't really know that situation as well." well I, I knew he was in it and I didn't know how they were going to yeah. do it. And the first time he turns around, we're like, "Oh my god." Well, that's and how I was how, how great it is. With this, I think if you know going in into episode nine, again, we're talking two and a half years right. from now, almost three years from now. Um, which two years from now? I mean, that's a lot of time for CG to advance, isn't it? No, sixteen, three years. Yeah, three years. Yeah. Um, to to see that and go in knowing that she's in it, yeah, as a CG character, as a body doubled CG face. You're gonna be sitting there picking like, wait, does she look? Like, oh, am I okay with the do the? Which, oh, ah, I don't like that. No, do I like? And then again, you're just removing yourself. So, so for me, my favorite option is to have someone just play her and let that role be the role and do it. I mean, again, it has to be someone good, right? Someone who would fill that part well. You know, someone who's respectable. Someone who I think fans wouldn't have a problem with. I mean, again, you lose Terrence Howard. Uh, and you put in Don Cheadle. Sure. I have no problem with that. You have a guy who has an Academy Award nominations and Golden Globe Award nominations, and a man who and is a very talented actor, and is an extremely talented actor, and is amazing as Rhodey. It's so much to the fact I wouldn't mind them CGing him back into, into Iron Man One. Let's just get rid of Talon Howard completely and just put <laughs> shoot all of those plates with Don Cheadle in front of him well, and put him into the film. I have to say though, when 
I was totally completely against recasting her until you said Emma Thompson. And when you said Emma Thompson, I kind of part of me that was like, type of person that the, that type of person part of me kind of goes, I could probably accept that. Yeah. But here's the thing. When you when you went in and I and we kind of talked about this off you know, off the air when we were just hanging out, but the, I think that one reason why people have less of a problem with Tarkin than they did with Leia is because they don't have anything now to compare what Tarkin looks mm-hmm. like now compared to what he looked like then. Whereas with with, well, with Carrie Fisher, you know what she looks like now, and then you look at it and you're well, going. I, I would disagree with you because Tarkin is. Two days of real Star Wars time sure. away from seeing Peter Cushing's performance in Episode Four. Yes. So you do know exactly what Peter Cushing looked like as Tarkin in that time frame. But he hasn't. In but terms what I mean movie. is, he hasn't changed. You know, to the to the audience, he they haven't just recently seen him in other things where they're seeing. You know, it's almost looking past the facade. It's it's pulling back the curtain and seeing the wizard. Once you know that the wizard's back there, now when you see the the big image of him. You no well, longer I think, terrified. I think you really do with 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 I mean, Fisher. The wizard's of... gone as soon as you see Tarkin because you know Peter Cushing's been dead for two decades, right? Uh, except in, uh, we watched the piece on Nightline two two days ago or whatever, and the Which one visual, would have had one of the one visual effects by visual effects guys there said his mother saw is like wow that that guy looks really good yeah. for <laughs> for forty years. No, mom, I'm sorry, he's dead. But even the actor that they had him, they uh, that that was the body yes. double. Could have played Tarkin, and yes. it would have been fine. It would have been a lot better than the Tarkin in Episode Three. Oh, totally! Uh, wow. <laughs> and the fact they made they made the figure out of that. Yeah, I know. Like what? I really want Rogue One Wave Two to include Peter Cushing giving her Tarkin for Black Series six the inch. Six inch. Oh, that love be gorgeous. I'd love a Governor Tarkin. Um, but his hands have to fold behind his back. Yeah, of course. You have to double joint that dude. Uh. No, but I, th- I think someone there with a little bit of makeup and hair. I mean, again, we've seen people kind of fall into these roles. Now, I'm sure there's more a live of her, of, her, of her. There's it's it's to me it's more important that it captures the essence of that character. Sure. Versus looking exactly like Carrie Fisher would have looked like as that. So character. so what you're saying is pulling yourself out of the fact that it's Carrie Fisher. It's always been Carrie Fisher, and only look at it as. Princess slash General, General Leia. Leia. Yeah, to me that that's that's the key, and I think that's my personal belief now. Doing a complete 180 from my initial emotional reaction is, I think, as a character of Leia, and again, a character that a lot of what we attribute to that character, we discovered in books, we discovered in comics, yeah, we discovered in the way that we reacted. A decade after those films were over, two decades after those right. films were over, as the character became an icon. But here's the question: she, I think that character deserves that end. That that the the, the story that they originally envisioned of where she would end up. The character the needs nine, to play out. The character can play out, even if she passes away. Right. If you have another actress playing her as she passes away towards the end of that film, it, it's. I mean. No matter what, it, anything that you're going to see is going to be emotional. The CG Leia at the end of Rogue One is now a very emotional moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just like, oh. But now, with the success of Rogue One, and the there's more of a positive reaction than a negative reaction to the way Tarkin looks. And I even think so. to Leia. I think there's a vocal minority 
that's very vocal now of how quote unquote bad Tarkin was. But do you think that, that Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm are more likely to CG it because they have already done it once? Probably. I mean, I just uh, don't think it's the right. Honestly, pull, pulling pulling your what you no, want. No, no, I, I think the second option is probably the option that they're going to go with. The only reason that I would say no is simply because of who Carrie Fisher was to fans. Yes. That fans loved Carrie Fisher as much as they loved Carrie Fisher playing Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. So, again, I think that level is very different than Peter Cushing's image playing Tarkin again. But if, if it was Mark Hamill who passed away, would you want to see somebody else play Luke Skywalker? Yes, for the same exact reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the same. To, for me, it would be the same exact reason. It would be, again... If Mark Hamill were if something, you know, Mark Hamill's like, I'm quitting acting. I'm not going to do episode nine. Right. Or something worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> table's made out of wood, folks. We're hitting it as hard as we can. Uh, I probably would have had the same exact initial reaction. Like, no, no, nobody else can play him. Right. But again, part of what I love about Luke was when I was reading the EU novel and the later novels. Oh, yeah. The Luke Skywalker that's in the Legacy book series. Yeah. As Aaron Alston and and uh, and Karen Travis write him, the grown up Luke. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's amazing. Oh yeah. And so some of my love of Luke Skywalker was to was was built off of a character that Hamill started, embodied and brought to life, that a whole number of other people. And this is what's great about the Star Wars universe. There's hundreds of creators mm-hmm. that have jumped into that sandbox and made these characters even more larger than life than they already were on the screen. As that, you, I can't get to nine, and they go, sorry, no Luke Skywalker. Yeah. The story's over because we can't film it. And I feel the same way about Leia. I feel the same way if, you know, if Han had survived Episode Seven as a character, and Harrison Ford would have said, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Someone else would have played it. We're going to see somebody else play young Han. Mm-hmm. He's probably. <laughs> now, I mean, that'd be you, great you think... if that's the first, the first time you see. Uh, what is it, Adrian Elb? I can't even remember the. I can never remember the actor's uh, name. It's just the first one. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Kessel Run, bro. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, honestly, out of the three choices, what do you think is likely there? there? The like, I think the likeliest is killing her. No, I, I, I think the likeliest is the CG. Yeah. But it, I don't think it's significantly more likely than recasting her at this point. Simply because I, I think they. I think they're smart enough to realize that this is a very different situation than Tarkin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If it was, if they decide that the, if the likeliest of likeliest is we take a role that had 22 minutes of screen time and make it into 10 yeah. and we CG it, okay. Right. That's where they, if they reduce the role and then CG it, then that's an option. If they reduce the if role they without reduce the role. compromising her story. Yeah, which I don't think they can. Because you already have that role as it is. And again, you're going to rewrite this if drafts are going to change. Maybe it is as they're rewriting it going, you know what? We, we, can, dial, we can dial this yeah. down, and it makes sense. We saw, we saw so much that was cut out of Rogue One, where when they looked through, like, we don't really need right. – they don't need to be in two places on Scarif. You yeah. know, one of the originals is there in a bunker, and then they go to the Citadel, or they go to the Tower, crossing one, the bleach and all of that. cross the beach to get to the – That's what it was. The, they get the, cargo. the plans are in the thing, and the cargo ship and everything, yeah. and they just keep cutting, keep cutting, keep cutting to make it the very – that 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 very basis of what they needed to do, yeah, and be able to keep the action in a single place, and be able to concentrate more on the characters and stuff like that. 
that may be where they get to. Again, yeah. this is, it's so early for this. And we don't this, even know what I draft they were on. Yeah, and, and, but I think it's something to start talking about because fans are going to be talking about this for until mm-hmm. Lucasfilm says this is what we're going to do. Yeah. You may be talking about this for a year. Oh, yeah. I can know? see that. that they, and, and they're in no rush, and, and it's good. They, I don't want Kathleen Kennedy or Colin Trauber to come out tomorrow and say, we're going to see Jeer you know or what? whatever, and just say, this is initial discussions. We have a long way to go. I could honestly see them seeing how far they could try to get the CG and that being their first option, and then go, we can't do it, so we can do it so far. Yeah. And then maybe we'll cut it down, but it, then if they go, no, we can't, we don't, we don't want to compromise the story, well, let's recast it. If I, was, if I was executive producer of Lucasfilm, I would start searching for recasting. That would be my choice. Yeah, well, because you're going to already cast a body double if you're going to. Mm-hmm. So why not cast a body double that you know can... You know, I, I would want I I wouldn't want them. Well, no, I mean I, I'd rather have somebody like Emma Thompson than than somebody. Yeah, and like, I keep throwing out that name, and I'm using that as a placeholder. Someone yeah. within that that caliber that of actress, that caliber that'd be willing to do it. And we've mm-hmm. seen we've seen Glenn Close do a Marvel film. We've seen Sir Anthony Hopkins do a Marvel film. We've seen big name actors and actresses who have already done these genre films. I think anybody. And it's Star I think, Wars. I think it would be something to sell it as continuing the legacy as well. That you're sitting yeah. you're stepping into the role of this person, this actress, you're stepping into this role, which is bigger than just this actress. The actress is bigger than the role, the role is bigger than the actress. I can see I can see a ways. number of actresses, I mean well cal- you know A plus actresses saying, I would love to do it. I would love to, to do this in memory of Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And that's that's the part of it. It's, it's the way it. it's the way Johnny Depp and Jude Law both said you know what? We'd love to step in and help, you know, and finish up for Heath Fletcher. Yeah, you had something where there was already shot there. Obviously, uh, I mean that movie on the landed, surface, on the surface, a different situation, but in essence, the same situation. Yeah. All right. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up for our first episode of Declassified. So for Chris, well, I guess we no, should tell do, him. The, do all the stuff. Did you like what we talked about? You can yell at us wherever you want. You tell us we're both idiots. Uh, What's your opinion? I just told you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the I last the audience. audience. Oh, the audience. 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 People who don't listen to it. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we're on Instagram as, as Nerdables. Almost as well Instagram as Twitter. We're on Instagram. I wonder if someone on Instagram <laughs> has an at Twitter. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so for Chris, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>